We ended up with, I think it was a, a, a drum orchestra of 1,200 people and then about 100 dancers in a 20-piece brass section and 8,000 people watching in Castlefield Events Arena. Um, you start the samba by playing something that everybody plays back to you as a call and response. So I play Now when you have twelve hundred people playing that all together, that's, that's quite impressive. The crowd just went, whoa! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we live in challenging times. Times in which we are less active than ever before, in which obesity rates are soaring and the medical system is struggling to cope. Here at Orphe Active, we are on a mission to get more people more active more often. But we can't do this alone, so we're speaking with numerous impactful and inspirational people within the sports, health and fitness industry, and together they'll help us understand the significance of a healthy lifestyle and how it can change our lives for the better. This is Orphe Hangouts. Now, but so one of the kind of key reasons why I actually wanted to have you both on is because so um, obviously we wanted to talk about samba. Mm -hmm. um, I think people are not educated as enough about it as they should be. Just speaking from my personal experience, like for me, it was oh, it's just some people dancing. I don't even know what the dance is and how it looks like and stuff like that. And then after speaking with you, Tony, I realized that right, it has so many different angles to it, right, yeah. as well. Um, so, first of all, um, for anybody that, you know, is viewing this and, you know, hasn't seen you, haven't heard of you, could you just sort of give a bit of insight of your background and how, how kind of you see Samba? Should I go first? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Samba so, school. For Samba, fundamentally, underneath most forms of Brazilian music, you have this... So you instantly your mouth starts moving, right? <laughs> and you have... <laughs> now, what Danny was doing there was uh, imitating the, one of the national instruments of Brazil, which is a, called a cuica, and it's a friction drum. <laughs> so, so samba, basically, what you're saying, sort of the 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 one of the key things of samba is the actual music rather than than dance, right? Uh, no. Because because samba is actually more of a way of life. It's a philosophy, a way of going about life. It came out of the communities that they have in various different parts. First of all, samba was referred to just what the blacks did, the dances they did, the, the festivals at which they danced and in between. And uh, it then became a particular, what we were just doing there. That was, that's, that's, a, that's a samba. Um, well, it's the underlying basis of a samba, but they also have other rhythms, maraca too, afoche. And there's various other different things. There's um, a thing called capoeira, and they play something slightly different to capoeira. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's like a, a martial arts dis dis disguised as a dance, if yes. you like. And it was literally disguised as a dance because uh, uh, it was kind of what the, the, the lower orders did, did, if you like. And it's only when they had a, a war with, I think it was Paraguay, and they had a whole regiment of capoeiristas, because it can be a martial art, and they beat Paraguay using these capoeiristas. Is, is capoeira in any way connected to samba? That he was playing is is he's going. Um. And there's moves that go with that, and that's got a, that's got a name. Salbenchi Granji. Uh, the, the, the main groove you hear the capoeira is is basically you hear that clap or it's sometimes to do two claps, but it's. Uh, That's the main group. This mix, all that mixing was faster, but basically capoeira came out of slavery, um, African slaves. Like, like samba came out of slavery. Yeah. So all the people that built Rio came south, uh, I think not that long ago actually, at the beginning of the 20th century. 
and they brought with them the, tra the traditions of what they used to do in the, there's a, a religion called Candomblé or three, there's Macumba, Candomblé, and I can't remember the, the other one, ah, it doesn't matter, but those, those, those two are, are quite important. And there's, there's drumming that occurs for each of the, each of the uh, Orishas. It's like the, the Catholic religion has God, the priesthood, the laity, and in between the laity, that is all the people, there are all these saints. Yeah. The, the saints are cut somewhere between the priesthood and, and God, really. Uh, and in Capoeira, you have something similar where you have Olodumare, which is Almighty God, very distant, and then you have all these other principles, really, like mm. Shango is associated with Wednesday and justice and metals and certain foods. Uh, and you play a rhythm, and when people take get uh, get um, taken over by the rhythm if you like they become that god uh, the gods ride them yeah uh, it's the same religion as voodoo and very it's called orisha voodoo ancestor worship mm -hmm. uh, but it became syncretized because they couldn't be seen to be doing something that was so african so they said oh i'm not worshiping shangons i'm worshiping i can't remember which one it is i think it might be saint peter or something like that yeah. i'm worshiping that partic that that particular saint and then the lie became a truth if you like so um, when they came south, they had all these religious rhythms they used to do, but some of them they liked. So they would they they would then play them outside of the outside of the 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 teher, the teher or the, mm -hmm. the, the, the 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 temple, if you like. Uh, and then in the nineteen twenties, I think it was the very first samba school, which was called Let Them Speak. There's a the black people weren't allowed to take part in carnival. Carnival was quite different then. Um, it was it's like it was, was the first school in Brazil. The first school in Brazil was called Let Them Talk Deja Deja Falar, uh, and they paraded peacefully in the street and they dressed up and they and they, they they played music, but then it grew and grew and it grew centered around different communities, and usually the samba schools have a name that's to do with the community. For instance, one of my favourites called Mangueira, which means um, swamp, I think, or something like that. Right. Uh, and that's, uh, it, I can't remember the name of the area that it comes from, but they have a particular way of playing where they, it, with samba you usually have and that's a big drum, the, the yeah. surdos, and then you have uh, various, uh, you have things going so you've got, you've got something going as well as the so that's making your feet move or, or making dancers move. And then you'll have a variety of other instruments like a, a, um, the quicker, <laughs> as, well, as, well, as well as something, my favorite instrument, the agogo bell, uh, or uh, in, as we play it, some <laughs> it makes you want to move immediately. Like you can't, you, you can't really get away from it. I I, I did this um, project for four years um, between 1996 and and the year 2000 because the person who's now the director of the of home came to me and he said, "Can you get together 2,000 drummers for the year 2000?" And I, and I said. Yeah, easy. But why don't you make it five thousand? Because then you're guaranteed to get two thousand. Right. So and, and it's fairly easy because at that time we had like about two hundred people. So we don't have now. We need more people. <laughs> we had about two hundred people yeah. turning up, and so we, the idea was just to invite people from all over the country and try and double the numbers each year. And we ended up with I think it was a, a, a drum orchestra of one thousand two hundred people. And then about another hundred dancers in a twenty-piece brass section, and eight thousand people watching in Castlefield Events Arena. And um, you start the samba by playing something that everybody plays back to you as a call and response. So I play dun 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 I really am curious to understand uh, and, and know actually how you got into Sam what really attracted you um, to get to this particular, you know, music genre, dance, whatever you want to call it, culture. 
um, from the get-go. And I imagine you both had different paths to get here. Yeah. Um, so I'd really be curious to, to know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when I was a, a very small child, I was a very annoying, but although my mother didn't think so, um, my mum and dad <laughs> were, were into um, jitterbugging. And so my mum knew Good the dance. names. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a dance. That's a dance. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dance. 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 It's a dance where, dance. yeah, it's, it's where the where the, the the man usually throws the throws the woman over his back. Think of rock and roll. Right. Yeah. Yes. Roll yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's quite a yeah. Yeah. In the fifties, I think. It was very wild. Yeah. yeah it's very wild. You have to be very light and just yeah. <laughs> throw the women like this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> How many somersaults can you do? <laughs> okay. But they had this program on the radio where they where they they, they played uh, a variety of different popular music from all over the world, and every time there was something that came out of Brazil, I'd say, "What's this? What's this?" And my mom would go, "It's a sambo." And how old you were at that time? Four, or five. That's very early to, to, to for that kid. statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, was a, I was a weird kid. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so, so like um, I decided that what I wanted to do was to learn how to write sambas. Now I was quite ignorant. I didn't know. At what that, age? I was about five. Okay. Yeah. To write sambas at five. I didn't actually write any sambas. No, to be fair, I didn't Once write. You write sambas I, at I didn't five. write sambas until I was about ten or eleven. Yeah, but. Um, um, Wow, well, still young. Well, there was always this argument between my mum and dad whether it's going to be a piano they bought or an organ, and eventually my dad died, so I got a, I got a piano. Uh, and as soon as I got a piano, that was the first thing I wanted to do was to learn how to play the piano and to learn how to write sambas. So I did. Uh, and cutting a long bit of this story out, I came to came to Manchester to do do, do a degree at, at Manchester Poly, as it was. And um, I. I I, I, I first of all ended up with a, a group of friends who were local to here uh, called the Jazz Defectors and they, they, they saw me playing the piano and I wrote a few numbers for them. But I was still absolutely fascinated by Brazilian music uh, and I was beginning to find out there were other forms, other rhythms that came out of Brazil that were equally attractive because all of them had that in the, in the background. And it, it wasn't just that, it was just something about the way Brazilians... They, they have a discipline to their music, but they have a looseness to it at the same time. They will listen to drum and bass or reggae or classical music and incorporate it into their music. They'll do it in their own style and produce something new that's really attractive. Um, and so uh, when I had the opportunity to join another band where I could learn a lot more about um, uh, Brazilian music through one of the people that was in the Jazz Defectors. He rang me up one day and said, uh, Franco, hi Franco, <laughs> and, <laughs> and said, um, hey, you know that band I want to form, this is it. And it wasn't actually his band, but it was, yeah. he knew them very well. And I walked into this room and there was about 17 people in there all playing percussion. I didn't even know that they played percussion in Brazil. Right. That's how ignorant I was. But I walked over to a keyboard and started playing one of, my, one of the samples I'd written. And this is at university? This is while I was at a university. While at it university, wasn't, it, yeah. it wasn't actually anything to do with the university. Right. I spent more time in bands when I was at university than I did actually doing. You know, what did you actually study at university? Nothing to do with music, sociology and politics. <laughs> <laughs> How often does that happen? Actually, Dif different directions going at the same time. And so, and so, like once once I once I was with that band, no, I mean, none of us really knew that much about Brazilian music, but we were all eager to learn. So everywhere, and we went all over the British Isles, and then eventually to other places. We went in to a Texas. Sense, yeah, in a sense, he yeah. was in, he was in it for longer than I was actually, because <laughs> yeah. I, I left yeah. and he sta he carried on yeah. carried on yeah. um, touring with them. Yeah, he went through two di at least two different uh, uh, iterations, if you like, because there was a whole load. Me and a lot of the other songwriters upped and left because we'd had enough. Eight and a half years is long enough. Upped, I wanted to live somewhere rather than in a van. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> Danny, Danny, Danny ended up going to all the really Choice places like Tajikistan. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the Middle East places. Then, yeah, because right? yeah. yeah, uh, I've always been to dance first, but uh, samba, is, it's just got something about it as well, which is very drawing musically uh, to dance to. Uh, everything's about it. It's, it's, to me, it's like, wow, that, it's disgusting. And to anybody dance to can do it as well. Yeah, it? yeah. It's definitely a community type music. Yeah. and it's. So, so you started off as a, 
as not not as a samba dancer or, or no was that no the first? I, I i just started off as a, as a normal guy who thought i i just i just know from a young kid i just used to just do crazy things like dance and music on tv or whatever you know right. i've got a kid not thinking much of it because at school the school i went to they have things like dance like oh that's a girly thing or something if you start doing yeah. like, you know very much like that so i had to in my head i was thinking i'm gonna end up doing a nine-to-five job getting married and all that stuff that's my my aim back because I don't know what I'm going to be, don't know who I am, but all the time dancers always speaking to me yeah. inside. So uh, when I went to nightclubs, that's when I sort of woke up to myself and realised what I could could start doing with myself. So I started doing more things, realising that I was developing as well, not just... Uh, so I went, to, I went to study a little bit at college, uh, but not for long, because I, I was too crazy to find out all different styles of music. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't sit still and, and sit in one place. But uh, by going to different places, I, I met different people, uh, realised that the experiences of those, those different experiences allowed me to sort of explore different ways of expressing myself. I started dancing with a lot of bands as well as just the club scene and a bit of TV, but I'm going about that. But uh, meeting Tony, I saw Tony, I think I saw Tony, was it Hacienda before that? Was it, it was before that, in, it was at Berlin's. Berlin's, I thought so, yeah. Which is now a club again. Yeah, I used to go to a lot of jazz clubs, dancing jazz, and... Um, so was I, actually. The, yeah. That, that was the other thing. I mean, we were, we were both kind of hanging around the jazz scene, both playing and, and, and right. you know, mm-hmm. as well as being, being in the audience. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was, in those days, it was a tremendous scene. I don't know what, what, what how people would get a band together now, because there were places you could go to the College of Adult Education and you'd, you'd, see, you'd meet other musicians, or you'd go to, go to a club and get into a conversation and then end up in a, in a rehearsal room. Or, you go, or, or there were enough small venues that you could see a small jazz band. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the whole scene was like quite, quite buzzing. It wasn't yeah. just the pop scene in Manchester. Mm-hmm. There was lots of other scenes as well. Yeah. And now, and and how, how did you then come together? Because samba, what creates samba yeah, is I, the music and the dance. That's what's Absolutely, gonna, that's what we're trying to get to in a sense. Because um, there's a place called Hacienda. Uh, just I just shared something about that. Did some some yeah. BBC put some old folk, so some old film about it. So I just shared it on Facebook. And, did it show uh, us in our court? Uh, well, did it show no, us in no, no, no. Oh, before it showed how it opened the rider built it and the detail of why they made it the way it was. A very interesting video. And uh, but that that place was all about house music mainly in the in the end. But um but I, I, I met Tony at Berlin, but we I was just dancing there. We didn't know each other that well then. And when we got when by the time I got started going to the Hacienda, there's friends we both knew, like Mike and the, the few others, it's and Sue and all them, yeah. And uh, we saw like LinkedIn linked up that way, but we but I, I didn't know he was dancing with it in a sense at the time. That's the band, the main band, until I saw until I somehow we got connected with that. And I was dancing with him and said, I can't dance. I used to just <laughs> well, go out busking outside Matt Spencer. I used to just busk with him for fun. And yeah. uh, Tony was one of the guys who was playing with him at the time. Playing I wasn't really a full member. You know? how, how long ago was this? Oh, Ooh. going way back. 95, 94. 94. That would have been Because the Sam School started in 95, March, March yeah, 1995. Yeah, yeah. And so this would be before that. It was possibly even probably late earlier. 80s. Yeah, 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 probably earlier. Yeah. Um, but then. Uh, after I, after I left in in a sense, this is that was in '93, I think. I decided that I, I I really missed playing samba and having the chance to 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 go out and perform things that I'd written, and so I I, I had a when when I left, the guy who started in a sense, he'd gone off to Cornwall. He's still there now, actually. And, and Colin. Colin, yeah, he made a made a good life for himself there. But he handed over the class that he was running at Band on the Wall to me. And I said to the people who were in this class, I'd really like to, to form a samba school. What's that? It's a, a usually where a, a community in a particular city in Brazil get together and play the rhythms that come from that, that, that area. They have different names. I mean, you have maracatus in, in Salvador in the north. You have afoches, in, again, coming from the same place. You have a rhythm called Bumba Me Boy, which is a whole troop of people, and they have the music that's associated with that. Uh, a number, it has three different flavors of Bumba Me Boy. Um, but I really wanted to explore more more Brazilian music. It was still there, that, like as Danny was putting it, that obsession, the, 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 it was drawing me to it, if you like. And I liked the idea of ordinary people being able to express themselves using this, this card. And you felt that in basically 95 in Manchester that was really lacking? Yes, definitely. Uh, well, to, I don't think I really thought about it, the, the implications of starting up something like that in Manchester uh, I just thought I really want to do it 
and I, I've, we've done loads and loads and loads and loads of workshops all over the place in schools, for corporate clients, mm -hmm. for uh, parties, different, 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 different people, different clients. And I, I always noticed that it was something that was very inclusive. Any, you know, any, most people can do it. Can, can take, they can find because if you haven't got that much, even if you, you know, you haven't got that much dexterity, you can see. This is the national national instrument, so it's a, it's a little bit more you know, tricky. But mostly, you just put on a drum and you hit it. You know, I say hit it then in response to that one. Ding, boom, ding, boom, ding, boom, ding, boom, ding, boom, ding. Um, and it's the same with Danny. Somebody will play, and Danny will say, "Right, take this step," and they copy him. And in no time at all, they're actually doing the, the dance, which I still can't do. <laughs> so, is it is it is it is it quite hard in terms of the dance itself? Is it quite hard to see for a beginner, somebody just came in, to actually pick it up and you know be in line with the yeah, music? Yeah, it, it could depend how how you approach it, what you're looking at. If you're looking at the, the dance side, for instance, uh, if you're looking at mainly the, the popular samba step that people see people do, it's not something you pick up overnight. It's something you have to practice and learn. If unless you're already natural, or you're a dancer, or you can pick up steps quickly. Um, but if in other modes, it can be more simplified. If you're doing parades, for instance, you don't have to always be doing like the samba step. But it's more, it can be more about the costume. He's saying this, but I don't think I've ever seen anybody walk in the door because people usually, when they walk in, they know which one they want to do, whether they want to do dancing or do drumming. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen anybody who's, who came who said, I want to do dancing, who didn't learn how to tie the sambu. Daddy didn't, yeah. didn't manage to teach them. They, always, they do have to go away and practice. Uh, and these days you've got YouTube as well. But I think there's something about the way that you break it down that everybody gets it. Yeah, well, and it's, 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 a fun, it's a fun step as well, because I think if you're into the dance, you, you can enjoy it, you know. And so you have to be repetitive with it, obviously. If you're going to get to a certain speed, then that depends on the, the level you want to go. In other words, if the music goes faster, you're trying to keep up with that, then it's about the ability to keep the speed up. Some people will find that tricky at first, you know. But it's, when it comes to de dealing with the dance on, it, on its own, like individual techniques, that, that, that can take time. But you, like I said, the simplified move, movements, you can really simplify, which is good about Sam, but it allows you, people just to wave their hands and yeah. feel good like in, in, in mass. But there again, if you're looking at dance more individualized, you know, you, you can, it, it can, it's inclusive that anyone can learn it into a certain point and then you can, it goes to another level, you just all look at who, yeah. you know, what, how far you go with it, with the costume, with the heels or not, with the heel, this sort of stuff as well, you know. If you look at the, the, the they have um, uh, annually, it's coming up pretty soon actually, uh, in the run up to Shrove Tuesday and, uh, and Ash Wednesday, they have the, the carnival in, in Brazil, different parts of Brazil. The one that everybody knows is, is in Rio and Sao Paulo. And if you and each of those troops is three thousand people, so you might have you know they have blocks of dancers, alas, wings of dancers. Mm -hmm. So in those wings of dancers, they might have uh, five or six who can really do it, and they have all this plastic surgery and they have a fantastic costume and big big wings on their yeah. back. Uh, and you'll have um, these days now with Rio schools a master of ceremonies and a Mr. Uh, Sala and Porta Band and a flag carrier. Uh, the flag carrier is female, and the 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 um, master of ceremonies male, and he he dances this protective dance around the flag carrier, and they'll have a principal uh, master master of ceremonies and, and flag carrier, and they're always the best people who do, can do the intricate steps. But in the big wings of dancers, you might have a whole lot of gringos, who, but they've been they've been given the costume. And the, the, the combination of the, they have usually two allegorical cars, and then they'll have the one, one lot of, uh, they'll have a, a front commission who are there to get the judges' attention. And then they'll have, the, the, pretty soon, the master of ceremonies and the, and the flag carrier uh, to, just to impress them with how well they can samba. And then, the, then they'll have an, another block of dance block of dancers in, in costume. Some of them will be just waving their, their arms in the air. They can usually, they usually have a, a practice so they can do the step at yeah, least. Yeah. And everybody knows the song, they're all, they're all singing as a, mm -hmm. as a, as a, as a protesting dancer. Yeah, because yeah. in Brazil, they, they, everything's done en masse with a with big carnival. You talk about Rio, there's lots of, all around Brazil, there's different types of carnivals with different styles of music. Uh, with, with different styles of samba music or different styles of Afro-Brazilian music, mm -hmm. you can call it that. You've got samba reggae in the yeah. north. Yeah. Dance-wise, it's you, you may see people just because Tony focuses on not just the southern style with the Rio style, 
and so it opens up to like this, your names like Marakatu, Ijishan, and things like that. It's, it's more different African styles, styles, more Afro-Brazilian. Like. Yeah. So it, it induces different styles of movement, and sometimes like a fauché, the, the movements are more gentle and much more easier to understand in the sense of learning, you know. But it, with samba, it's very fast, so you have to be fast. So that's techniques. that's interesting because because samba is quite it's quite fast, you know, and it, it is once you get the fundamental, on, like, it depends how how far you take it um but i i see that samba overall is very much about the the grand performance kind of getting ready for that but at the same time what we've seen as people uh that want to use dance to actually just get fit have fun be part of a community and stuff like that so within the samba community how much of it is you know we want to really go out there and perform for the audience and how much of it is just like, I just want to have some fun. And it's then... all of those at the same time. Right. So you've got, you do have once a year, this the, 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 at carnival time, this performance by a samba school or a, uh, a maracatu or a, a for whole, a whole band and, and, and the crowd dances. Mm -hmm. they, in the North, for instance, they have this thing called uh, the cockerel of the morning. Um, or cockerel of the of the dawn, Gallo de Madrigada. This is this kind of twenty meter high cockerel that's paraded through the down, right. down, 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 down to the docks in in, in Recife. Um, and it, yeah, lots of different samba traditions. They have one uh, in Bumbumwe Boy. They have a red team and a blue and a, and a blue team. Familiar if you live in Manchester. And they they they're both interpreting this story about. Oh, I don't. I should know this, but. I, don't. Uh, it's it's roughly the farmer's daughter falls in love with this peasant, and the peasant, in order for him to be able to get win her hand, he has to slaughter a bull, and then the bull comes right. back to so life. There's the whole story, story that, yeah, yeah, like a mummer's well. play attached to it. Yeah. Um, but it has it goes in a, in a set order, and it has dances associated with it, and a particular um, rhythms that are associated with it as well. Um, so the, going back to the fitness thing, you, in order to be able, like for instance, when you do the, when you when you perform, you have to be able, to, you have to have the stamina to be able to keep going. It's not really energetic, but you talk about it, drummers as well here. Drummers as well, yeah, as well as, as dancing is definitely <laughs> <have to be laughs> yeah. Fit. yeah. So it's still confusing what, he, what he means. Yeah. Right. So you're whole... saying that 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 the, the, the drumming requires quite a lot of. Fitness, yeah. but it, obviously samba is another as well as yeah, yeah, being fit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and uh, I think I think it's the same for the dance. You have to have mm -hmm. mental alertness to know where to where to put your body, as well as well as just doing it is going to make it's going to make you fit. So yeah, both of them enable you to live better. That's what I meant when about about in some. That's one of the aspects of which when I'm saying it's like a way of life. It also induces this kind of attitude towards life where you can take life ups and downs better. I think. Um, it, it's kind of a, a whole way of being more flexible, if you like, mm -hmm. and it's a great way of meeting new people. Yeah, because I think um, when the dance when the dance is concerned, it, it, the dance itself is is like a fitness anyway. Fitness has uh, become more popular these days, and it came out a lot of them are using dance as a way of getting fit, but it's mm -hmm. upside down. But they, they're focused on particular movements that really push the body to to be uh, what you call exercise. Mm -hmm. So uh, aerobics and all these different names, Zumba and what have you, um, you'll find that a lot of the dance moves they use are, are taken from your know, South America or, or Brazilian dance, etc. You know, but in the end, if if you just dance and not think fitness, you still you still exercising. It's just that you don't know that you're doing that. I'm doing a class of doing that at the moment. Uh, but it's but it's again, it's about what sort of fitness you're getting out. That that's more scientific when you start looking at people individually, what they're getting out of it, and how yeah. long for, and all this sort of stuff. Because you can always have it more days than one. But um, for, for me, because it's a summer school, we look at the dance side as a dance and the performance as well. We're trying to sort of like look at it as that they're not just going to learn the dance and, that, and that's it and they know it and they can go home. It's going to learn the dance and then think about how, when they dance, how that's going to look with what they wear, you know. So, so even though I've got that, I have to take this in my, in, into, into my mind as well, not just uh, think of it. So you, you think about, so actually the, that's the third area of it, isn't it? It's the costumes yeah, and the, and the, yeah. and the, and the yeah. So you have to, when you teach samba mm -hmm. dancing, you have to think about mm -hmm. how will that affect the, the yeah, costumes about as well. Lots of things. How, but I, where we're going to be in the road as we're going down the road. So he has to think about how, how much space have they, got, have they got to dance. We actually talked about this uh, because it's like, for instance, there's one parade that we do, the biggest samba parade in the UK, Brasilica, and the roots, 
the, the width of the road kind of does this throughout the, throughout the, throughout the road. It varies a great deal. I mean, there's, there's great things about it. When it's narrow, it really echoes and it sounds great, but you haven't got a great deal of room to, to actually walk down the road and or to, or to dance in the, in so the middle of the how, street. So how important to the whole kind of, I guess, samba culture and say, you know, the school, how important is the costume part? Yeah, it, 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 it plays a big role. I mean, it, it, it comes with, sometimes there's a lot of disagreements with it because of the way, as you know, every year, you, there's, never, there's never, because of the way we, uh, we run it in a samba school. We make our own costumes, yeah. by the way, and we decide. Yeah. So, there's always this point where we, we, we're deciding what, what costume we're going to make, mm, and that's what, what Dan yeah. is referring to. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's an idea that opinion. you have before you make something, and then there's an idea after you've made something. But yeah, you know. but in the end, it works out. Where it, where it's, it, because we're looking at different costumes each year, rather than wearing the same costume that you do every year, then you know what you got each year. Like a lot of some groups do, they have, they have only one costume. That's it. They, that's our colours uh, remain the same, and yeah. we might use a, an element of a previous costume, mm -hmm. but mostly we may, we'll, we'll, we'll make it look like a different costume because we're telling a different story each year. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, a different theme that they look at. So, so Tony says, uh, "Let's what's the, this is the theme," and then the dancers then. Uh, Come up with ideas of what they want to wear and set the style of it. You know, it's a give and take, and the design, design, and all that sort of. But it gets, it gets, it gets there eventually. But it's interesting to see what comes out of it because it's because each each year, if you look look back in time, you start seeing how the summer school has dressed each time, and it makes it interesting. Over back, the years, yeah. You know, and uh, but the, the costumes itself uh, sometimes that can inflict and how the movements work in the dance performance. So it's only slightly sometimes if you're doing like moves that go over the head like this, yeah. some reggae style and they've got big he headdress on, yeah. then it, that that has to be, you know, say no way. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, because like a lot of dancers uh, change for each dance if they're going to do different styles. And when you're in a parade, we can't really get time mm -hmm. to do that. So. It's it's the same with the drumming. Like the one of the, one year we uh, in 2010 we had these fantastic looking costumes, and it was because uh, we had a big phoenix that has a, a like a uh, I think it was like a eight or ten meter w wingspan. I you have know, seen that in yeah. the Manchester Day uh, yeah. Festival. I don't remember which year was it, but that was yeah. truly impressive. But yeah. I think. I think there was some problems with the with the trees and and because yeah, it kept yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a, that was a bit of a problem yeah we eventually we got we have these two people with a, they're like a a, 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 our logo, a a bit of our logo on the front and then a big pole and we use those to, to get to get the, right. the, the the trees out of the way and we still use that 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 puppet but the what the what the drummers were wearing for instance was it had a a, a cape that was attached to the to the back of the the do this donut shaped um, uh, thing that went over your shoulders and the cape itself was very very light material so as you're playing this cape is trying to wrap itself around your stick and stuff so we we never had that again because he, and you just kind of learn there's just time. so many things you need to think yeah, about that yeah. you wouldn't initially like yeah. like danny was talking about how it affects the move so so now last year um we made these headdresses for the dancers uh, where they had, uh, and it rains in Manchester, mm -hmm. so we wanted we wanted <laughs> that to be, it does. That, <laughs> so so we wanted to have something that, that if it didn't have feathers, feathers don't and rain no, not good. Um, if if it was raining, we could take the feathers off, and the headdress would still look good, and they could do all those moves because it wasn't you know the it, the, the headdress is actually sticking up too far, but it still looks quite impressive. Um, but if it's, it's if it's sunny, they've got these feathers, and again, they don't go up too 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 high, so that again, it doesn't restrict their movements too much. And generally, because people don't want to look at a whole load of sweaty drummers, they're yeah. more interested in the dancers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, it's, but they do they do listen, isn't it? Because yeah. that, that that that's the beauty of summer. I think it's just how well those two go together. And as you said, I think that's really. Um, uh, a thing that's overlooked and I, I did overlook that as well that drumming also can be seen as a as a fitness activity as somebody you know as an exercise because it does I've seen those drums they're not they're not like a tambourine like they, they're actually big drums and actually they take quite a bit of, of energy to do and my, my question I guess would be as well then when you see people joining your school um, what have you seen being the main reason for people joining Ooh. That's a really difficult question because probably as many people over the over the you know we've been going for twenty five years in March this year, mm -hmm. and when we've been going for I think about oh no more than about six months, 
he and I sat down to try and work out what we could do better. Why were people coming? What could we do better? And it, it took about a minute and a half for us both to look at each other and go, that way madness lies. Why are they coming? I have no idea. They got, we had 200 people and sometimes not always the same 200 people yeah. turning up every, every Wednesday. We don't have that now. Um, and there's a whole variety of reasons. Some people come because they want to meet new people. Some people come because they, they have an idea of what Samba is. But because all these rhythms are, you know, Danny was saying that uh, you, the, the, they, the, you can find elements of Samba dance in lots of, in Zumba and various other different dances. And you find elements of Brazilian music, Brazilian rhythms in lots of other uh, popular music as well, you know, like for instance in in disco, that you're hearing in the background this 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 sound that goes ding 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 dong ding dong ding 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 dong ding dong ding ding. That's an agogo bell, and it's actually an ancient 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 Brazilian rhythm. <laughs> but people have people have used it all, all over the place, you know. But it's, it it does look like when you kind of look at your guys perform, whether it's on the streets, on 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 YouTube, whatever it may be. You, you you portray this energy, you portray that it's always very positive, it's very yeah energetic and just fun. And I think, at least from my perspective, that, that would really attract me to at that's least try it out. That's something that we, we haven't really mentioned, which is that it is, it's, that, it's like a, a transfer of energy, if you like. You've got the dancers making sense of the music and the combination of what the, the visual of the, the dancers dancing to the music, the audience seeing it, and that, so it's all going that way, but it's also going the other way, where the audience is 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 uh, energized by by what they're seeing and hearing, and that that makes us play better and makes the dancers dance better. So so we've got two different two two. How can I do this? <laughs> Directions. <laughs> Rewind forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the idea, I think, for the dance side is, 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 is there's automatic positivity to what you smile, and hopefully people will smile. Everything's bright and all this side of it. It's, 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 Samba is, is, is built that way, a lot to do with the slavery to try to uh, celebrate a way of actually celebrating their kind Get away from the, the, yeah, the tri yeah. trials and tribulations yeah, of exactly, that, that, you know. that lifestyle. So every year, they, that's why in March, the, the Brazil, it's, everybody gets involved in making costumes who's involved in that. Pray, very often people will come and they'll, they'll dance in the middle of the dancers or in the middle of the batteria actually <laughs> just for, for a little bit until so we have to say uh, actually do you think you could just dance over there <laughs> and i think that's a really good point because um in today's world you know you're sitting in the office all day you know have got all these stressful things coming at you everything like that and i feel like when you have such a creative outlet a samba yes. I think it really disconnects you from everything yeah, else, yeah. doesn't that's, it? That's, that's one of the, I think that's a lot, that could be a lot of reasons why a lot of people come down, not for everyone, but because they, they, for them it's like a, you know, a way of chilling out for a bit and having good fun and also learning and sort of like... Uh, it's still it's demanding, like but in a different yeah, way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so, you know, obviously everyone will have, everyone have their own personal reasons why they like going to a samba school. Yeah. Uh, either to play or dance, and uh, so it's it's because people come from such a wide variety of different. It's occupations. not so it's quite a weird question to ask them personally. So we never asking why why have you come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what made you want to do samba? So it's like an interview for them. So they, they don't usually get that. They just come in, hopefully yeah. come in to enjoy themselves really. So how how have you seen, especially in this country, samba change throughout all these years? Because I imagine you know originating in, 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 in Brazil, you know, you kind of taking this on board in hand, trying to kind of really raise awareness of it um, throughout 25 plus years. I imagine the landscape changed quite a bit. What was kind of the biggest changes that you noticed? Uh, I think when when I started the Samba school, uh, there were some people who, who we call them Samba purists who just wanted to do a particular style of Samba from a particular Samba school that came out of Brazil. There still still are people, and we all respect and look to the origins of where it, where it all comes from. But around the world, there's a lot more mixing of samba with other other rhythms now. Mm. Um, but having said that, every the, the inspiration you've got to go back to the source constantly, you know, because that's because mm. that that way you keep the energy going, if you like. So in some ways, it's changed because. Um, the, the style of a samba school, for instance, in the drumming, will come from the way that people adapt what they're learning 
to suit their own physicality, if you like. Uh, and then you get the, the style of a samba school. Um, and the look of a samba school is to do with the designers that, 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 work, that work with it. Uh, but I, I, can, I know that I've seen changes in technique of how, how things are played, for mm -hmm. instance. Um, but the fundamental underlying groove is still the same. You know, otherwise, you couldn't call it samba. There was a point, for instance, in the 1970s, I think it was, in the early 80s, when there's a tendency for all the samba schools to play faster and faster and faster and faster till it got to the point where there's a there's a rhythm called marcha, which we have the name the clues in the name is like like a march like a march uh, martial music, and about 150 beats per minute. Ridiculous! It was just too fast to dance to, so it all slowed down a little bit, not that much. To yeah. dance about 120, 130. Just manageable, BPM. yeah, yeah. But, but manageable, yeah, because yeah. people got to be able to dance. To yeah, it, yeah. So. yeah. I mean, what uh, what I saw, how I see um, the slow. Moving forward in England, only you talk about at the moment. Uh, what, from my experience, uh, is is to, to do with the, uh, to do with the influence of Brazilians coming over to teach samba to samba schools. Mainly in London, starting over there in London, that, that's where it started off. London School of Samba, etc. Mm. And uh, their their influence then to teach people who got into it, they start their own samba schools and all this sort of stuff. People come to samba schools of. of Gone off in, in dance, or gone off doing doing their own thing. Same with the drumming as well, and so and so it's expanded this way. People, you know, sometimes uh, people don't like the idea of someone going off doing their own thing because it's, it's against their school. You, know, you have that politics. <laughs> Some people push it, like it yeah. as well. You know. That's happened a lot, so it's it's constantly expanding in that small in small ways, and and some summer schools have, have been going to I've just seen them seen them grow and seen them grow in their own direction. That's the interesting thing that it's good it's good that the summer schools are all sound the same. You know, it's good yeah. that they have their own way, their individual and, uh, style. Yeah, I mean, another lot of people that Danny works with they're called global grooves, global grooves yeah, and yeah. they have a, they have giant puppets and, uh, and and they have their their own fusions that they do and they go go quite in depth into uh, some of the roots of the music and they run various different courses and we work with them sometimes. Uh, one of my favorite uh, combinations is uh, Samba and Bangara and there was a group called Sam Bangara which was run by a friend of mine who was in the same, it was in in a sense as well. Uh, another one of my favourites, and I think I might have told you about this, is they don't exist sadly now anymore. They were called Boom or Bust. And this was, um, they, they left basically because it was a bloke that was running the Samba school, me. So, and they didn't like that. So, so, they, so they, they, they bought their own drums, went off somewhere, and they took a cast of their bodies naked from neck to waist, uh, cast it in like plaster of Paris, painted it bright gold and then wore a, a black body stocking underneath with a bright red cape. That was just so powerful when you had a troop of 10, 15 women dressed like that coming down the street towards you. You, had, you saw everybody going, whoa! <laughs> it sounded pretty good as well, actually. But they, only, they lasted a while and then, yeah, then, then they had internal arguments and it's all, it's all dissolved now. I was, I was sad to see it go, actually. I, I really like what they did, you know, even if it was done in protest. So... For someone that wants to get into samba, whether it's playing or, or, or dancing, you know, what would you say are kind of the key things that they should be aware of before they, they, they go in and try it out? For me first, uh, if, you, if, you're coming, if, you, if you're coming along to drum, uh, invest in a good set, good set of musicians' ear, earplugs because it is quite loud. Uh, and come with an open mind. Um, it doesn't matter if you already can drum or not, because you can start from the very beginning. We have both all uh, people who are professional musicians, people who are absolute beginners have always wanted to hit the drum and never got a chance, and all the and, and all the levels of ability in between. Um, and be prepared to actually put some time in to actually practice at home. That's always makes my life a lot easier because you know if, if you got somebody that comes along. Uh, and they learn quite quickly, and then the next time they come, uh, they've forgotten half of it, and they don't. It doesn't come back to them like riding a bike. Then that's more difficult for the for the person that's leading the whole thing. But there's something in the nature of the samba that, uh, as soon as it starts, it kind of guides you as to where as to where to go. And I think it's probably similar for the dance. Yeah, I mean, people will come to samba school not knowing whether 
it's it's just something you just go to and then you go ho- go home and that's it. But it's, because it's, there's a, there's a bigger aim is sometimes for some people hopefully to come out and perform with us as well. So so but sometimes for some people that's the motivation. For some other people it's more to, it's more to do with just just being part of you know the group you know sort of thing. So you have the, these these different things. So so it, you want people to, you want as many people because the idea for Samba is to to, to draw people in and be community bands and so we're not trying to sort of restrict anyone because people in wheelchairs can do drumming as well you know there's nothing wrong with that you know uh we've had people like that as well i think we've had some people is it jimmy yeah jimmy yeah yeah and uh it it shows it can be open to to every everyone without thinking so we don't don't want people to think too much it's more to do with coming absorbing it on and hopefully learning and hopefully wanting to either playing to a standard they want to perform or not perform because um, the way the summer schools run is, is very much like you know your options there but it's still if there's a feeling that you know you want to be out there as well <laughs> so, if you have a particularly busy life and you can only dedicate a small amount of your time that's fine as well we have some people for instance who their lives are very busy but they still want to be part of it uh, they, they learn a little bit of the drumming they learn a little bit of the dancing when it comes to actually making the costumes and making the floats they dedicate like a couple of weeks of their time and help us make make the costumes and then they haven't got the time to actually parade with it which to me seems very frustrating but they're happy to do that which is great you know so people have lots of different different reasons and it it, like Danny said it's it's the the aim is to just have a, a community of people who are all interested in some way in Brazilian carnival arts um, mainly, where we, we we center it around the southern the, the, the samba as well as samba reggae and maraca too and afoche, which come from the north. But we also do some other rhythms. We do bumbo my boy. We do congada. We do oh, these are all carnival rhythms from different parts of Brazil, if you like. Um, so, yeah. wh- where do you see samba kind of going next in in, in the UK? Uh, me personally, I, I I see it as being a, a carnival art form the same as other carnival art forms and I kind of look for inspiration to what happens in other parts of this country as well as other other countries if you if you look at because uh, we are always telling a story when we when we parade and it would be nice to make that story fuller and bigger and more el- not elaborate but clearer I suppose in some ways so 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 it's it's not just about spectacle because you're also, also usually making a comment I was telling you before about one year where the um, the theme for Manchester Day, which is kind of like the, the, the main carnival type mm-hmm. thing that we take part in here in Manchester, was out of this world. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, they probably mean just the universe. And the universe is made up of uh, 70% dark energy, 25% roughly um, uh, dark matter, and, on, and only a, a very small amount is hadrons, you know, the stuff you can touch and yeah. measure and stuff. Um, and a lot of that is made out of carbon. So we made a three, two and a half, three meter high carbon atom. And, wow. <laughs> and, and, and had something representing waves and, and total. You don't do anything in small measures. Do you? <laughs> it's always complicated. Yeah. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, people, people got it though. They were, they, yeah. they, 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 we, we were going down Deansgate, and they, I remember seeing this, this group of, of blokes, and it was, they were all blokes. And it was like they weren't interested in the pretty girls dancing. Yeah. They weren't interested in the drummers or the brass section playing. It's like, oh, look, there's a carpet out here. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that really just then uh, double downs on, on, on my point of why I love samba so much, just because how diverse it is in the way you can express yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, before meeting you two, before um, discovering the, the, the samba uh, school, um, all I thought was, it's, you just go, you know, it's a, it's a form of dance and that's, you know, you just go in there, you know, you learn a couple of moves and that, that's pretty much it. Um, now, sort of, you, you've opened up uh, to me and I hope to everybody else as well, like how much actually goes into it, you know, because you've got obviously the costumes, you've got the music and like all the different rhythms that go into it. Obviously, you've got the dance, the performance, the, the, the all the different, you know, <laughs> yeah. props and everything that goes into yeah. it. And, and I think this is something that um, is a really good outlet for for anybody that's at least a bit creative or even isn't. I think it's there's still kind of yeah, a yeah. way to express yourself. Because in, in, in I think way. I would, if I was just teaching just the samba step itself is the main thing. Uh, as the type of dancer that I am, I'm very creative, very open and 
wanting to learn more or, to, or put some more music speaks a lot to me, you know. And because the summer school does various types of sounds, it allows me to be more, you know, go, go into that area. But I would get very bored if I was just doing one style for, for myself, not for somebody else. So I find it quite tricky to sort of like continue <laughs> saying, okay, here we go again. As <laughs> you week, week, you know, I mean, so like, well, it's Give great. me an example of that. I went, I, I've only been to Brazil once. And when I was there, I, I, I heard this rhythm called Coco. And I, I really quite liked it. So I asked, uh, I think it was three different, three different Brazilians, how does it, how, how, who are percussionists, how do you play it? How does it go? And they gave me three different answers. <laughs> and, and so I went away and I recorded everything. I recorded people like, I actually, I, I found playing it, as well as recording what the, the conversations that I had, had with these individual percussionists. When I came back here, I kind of distilled it all down into something that uh, my, my own band could play. And I played it, and straight away he started doing the same steps that I saw people doing to that rhythm over there. And I'm like, "You've never been to Brazil. How did you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> it's the music again. <laughs> That's what you said. And I was like, "So I guess, sort of, from my perspective, is just um, I just want to say a big thank you to you guys thank because." You because of your passion, because of your dedication into actually taking Samba on board. This is purely amazing. Um, and I think the more people realize, you know, the beauty of Samba and that there are actually such passionate people that really try to teach, educate and show to people what Samba is truly about. It's about having fun. A lot of it is about having yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it's about. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess for anybody out there, you know, it's Samba schools are now pretty much everywhere. Um, you can try it out yourself, see what but sticks to you. But we're your local one. <laughs> yeah. So in Manchester, we've got definitely a school of Manchester. Uh, Manchester School of Samba. It's the Manchester way of Samba. It's like a, like a school of yeah. fish, if you like. You know, it's, it's the Ma Manchester style of playing Samba. And to your point, Danny, as well, I think if, when you try out Samba as a dance, yeah. you might even discover that that's that that leads to something else yeah, yeah, yeah. that you might into, like, oh, whether yeah. it's capoeira or, or yeah, yeah. whatever it may yeah, yeah. be. Yeah. Um, so okay. there's there's no there's no loss to it if no. you just want to try no, it out. Yeah. And you can take any of these any of these rhythms and and put them in a different context, you know. So it's both, you know. So, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys, you. for taking the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And let us know in the comments what you liked or didn't like and who our next guest should be. For more content like this, make sure you follow all of our social media channels. And don't forget to download the Orphe Active app to find a variety of sporting and fitness activities near you to easily find and join. We'll see you at the next Orphe Hangout.